Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. 2023 was the year of Scandaval. On March 3rd, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandaval. One retrospective story told in three salacious parts. Listen December 26th on the Ringer Reality Feed. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome into the Ringerverse. This is, of course, the Ringer's Nexus podcast feed for all things fandom. We are Steve, the architect, almond, the builder of things. We are. Join me, the explainer at dinner on. You've got questions, he's got answers. We are Old Man Van, he of the receding research and hairline. We are Coke Baby Chuck, the LA baby. <laughs> oh, baby, here in LA. He's driving in the rain in L.A. He got a haircut in L.A. He lives in L.A. <laughs> Together we are known as the Midnight Boys. Let's have some fun here at the beginning because this is not going to be a great episode of the podcast. <laughs> this is going to be a great episode of the it's podcast. It's going to be a great episode. There's so much game left. There's so don't, much don't, game left. Don't bring with that attitude already. Shut up. Follow us on socials. Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Save Jummy's Job. Jummy, what's up? Guys, I don't know if you guys are locked in on the socials, but uh, we had a little little music video drop the other day. You know, shout out to everybody in the Ringerverse who participated. Had a lot of fun making that uh, holiday carol for you guys. It's just a lot of fun, a lot of goofy uh, fun that we had. But yeah, wanted to show love to you guys at the end of the year. So again, shout out to everybody in the Ringerverse who participated, and you know, shout out to the Ringerverse for uh, loving it, man. It was a whole bunch you of fun can to tell make. Jomi's black as hell. Because he's the first Spotify employee who's trying to make a music career pop off at the studios. You know what I'm saying? You see that free <laughs> studio space grabbing the engineer. Next price hey. until over here. All right, let's get into it. Okay. On Tuesday, the House of R is giving you their deep dive into the Doctor Who Christmas special. That's over on the House of R feed on Tuesday, Ringverse feed. We have a very special surprise for you guys. The live show video from our live show, it drops on the 26th. It's a Boxing Day surprise. Oh. Boxing Day. Uh, and you guys get to get, have a part of what we were doing and how things were going and all of that. It was very fun. You guys, everyone share one memory of the live show quickly. I came out just as Ken. That's enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> next right. Wednesday, we're coming back with Midnight Mulligans. Oh, my God. You guys, this was a crazy episode of Mulligans. We were mulliganing it up all over Favorite the Favorite episode of the year. That's good. It's good. It's My victory lap. I felt great about it. You guys, Charles will be replaced here on the Midnight Boys pretty soon. We're probably, we're probably going to end up bringing in because you just don't like the content as, as enough. He's, he's too you, humble you, now. You, oh, oh, oh. After, you, after, what, after this movie, 
you're telling me that I'm in the wrong. I'm not telling. I'm just saying that you like it. You're becoming, it was one thing when you were Lex Luthor. Now you're becoming the Joker. You just want to watch the world burn. It's like you're going, like, you love Are you all going to try to swap me out with, like, Chris Ryan or some shit? There's not one Midnight Boy that can be replaced, but if we were going to replace the Midnight Boys, this would be the new Midnight Boys. I would be replaced with Woz. (laughs) (laughs) Jomi would be replaced with either DC, okay? Okay. Maybe. Or, 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 Nephew Kyle. (laughs) Steve would be replaced with, let's see. Oh, Craig. Okay. Steve, Steve okay. would be replaced with Craig and Charles. Who would Charles be replaced with? Who would? Who is this in this Bizarro Midnight Boys? This Earth eight three eight Midnight Boys. Who's the, who's the biggest hater at the at the ringer? Not named me. Hmm. Oh, Greenwald. He would. Mm. It would be. It would, that's the new Midnight Boys. That's the new Midnight Boys. Can you Honestly, imagine? I feel like Andy is kind of like uh, I'm Darth Vader. You know, he's the Emperor. I look up to him. That's true. All right, Friday, Button Mash talks about the games of the year. On today's show, we're going to give our thoughts on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Spoiler warning for Aquaman. If you've ever watched anything in the DCEU, read any DC comic books, if you've ever had your nuts cut off, if you've ever experienced waterboarding, You've ever had your fingernails pulled out of your hands or anything else that is really, really unenjoyable. We're going to be spoiling it for you here. I'm mad. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never felt like this before. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad at you. You said that this was a must. You like, my black ass. Shut shut up. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Run the spoiler warning. We're getting ready to talk about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. You're listening to a reaction podcast. The spoilers are coming. Midnight Manifest, Charles, go. All right, uh, guys, this is uh, your Midnight Manifest for Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, directed by James Wan, written by David Leslie Johnson and McGoldrick, starring Jason Momoa, Patrick Wilson, Amber Heard, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. And I've got to be real, describing the plot of this movie is almost giving it too much credit, but the Midnight Manifest is my cross to bear alone. So we begin with Aquaman, who is married to Mera, has a kid, and wants to reveal Atlantis to the world, but there's some deep sea bureaucracy afoot. Meanwhile, Black Manta is still pissed at Aquaman over some shit you probably forgot about from the first film. But Manta finds a Black Trident. The Trident possesses him because it has an evil zombie inside of it, and it gives him the strength to finally fight Aquaman and the rest of Atlantis. Atlantis is attacked by Manta, and Arthur yada yada's his way into freeing his brother from the first film, Ocean Master, who knows a bunch about Manta and can help him stop the villain. Together, Aquaman and Ocean Master must stop Manta from using Oraculum, an ancient Atlantean power source that's causing global warming. Yes, I'm being very, very serious about this plot thread. And uh, Black Manta steals Aqua Baby because he needs his blood for some type of magic trick that'll destroy the world. Fight ensues. Aquaman saves the day and in the process kills superhero movies potentially forever. And that has been your Midnight Manifest for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. All right, instant reactions. Chuck, give it away. Take it away. Go. <sighs> come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, there's no need to be dramatic about it. Get get to the shit. Yeah. This 
shit stinks. The DCEU can rest in piss. I have never felt more taken advantage of at the movie theater. I was sitting, first of all, I went to like my local theater and I was like, I was running late and I was just like, hey, it's the first day I, I scroll up. I'm like, yo, to the, to the little lady at the check counter, I'm just like, hey, are there any tickets left for Aquaman? And she kind of like laughs. I walk into that theater. I'm the only motherfucker there. It's me and then like an older Asian couple and one other black dude. And when I tell you this is probably the first movie ever where I've done this, where I pulled out my phone, took it off airplane mode, and was literally like, how long is this movie? Because it was unwatchable. It is a cliche mess. I think this is potentially salted the earth for every single superhero movie to come after it. How does this even... Like, Zaslav should have Batgirled this movie, if we're being real. Like, if we're being... Like, there's no way that this movie is better than Batgirl. This was terrible. Like, it is... God damn it. It was bad. Man, am I, am I just being Coke Baby Chuck? Or is this... Has this reached just a new depth for superhero movies? I just got comfortable in my chair, okay? Because I, I have something to say here. Making movies is difficult. It's a tough thing. It's hard. Yes. Right? It's a, it's a hard endeavor. No one sets out to make a bad movie. We always say this. This is what you want out of anything. To me, what you want is not a seriousness in the product, but a seriousness in the craft. You want people in anything that you're being sold. Doesn't care what it is. Forget about movies. Let's take movies off the table for a second. You go and you buy something that you expect to be of quality. Could be a car. Could be a pair of jeans could be a PlayStation or Xbox. What you want is for people to care that they're selling you something. Because I want people to understand something. As you get older, this is what you figure out. The money that you give in this capitalistic society, it's actually little life tokens. We all work, right? And it change for the work and the time that we give to some corporate entity, they give us money. So that money doesn't matter if you make millions of it or if you make thousands of it or if you make hundreds of it. They're essentially little life tokens. You've given your life for this little bread, for this little money, right? For this, for, for this, uh, for this time, right? This has gotten you, very existential. Right. I'm just being for real. Now, normally, when you give that, you expect a certain give back. And what we've seen is that some of these superhero movies, some of these things aren't worth the life tokens that you give to them. Life wasters. It, it, in a way, this movie, more than any of them, and I don't know why I'm taking it so personally, it felt like they were fucking with us. <laughs> it felt like they were fucking with us with <laughs> the piss poor CGI. It felt like they were fucking with us with the way that the lead in this movie overtly and flagrantly mails in his performance. I'm talking about from the beginning of the film, unserious, unserious, stupid, goofy, ridiculous. He looked bad. 
He acted bad. He performed bad. The movie looked bad. Not a clear narrative. One guy in the whole movie seemed like he was taking the movie seriously. Two guys. Uh, Black Manta and goddamn <clears throat> um, Patrick Wilson. Black Manta, like, wasn't even in the movie enough and had a, like a, a, a confusing, muddled narrative. And then Patrick Wilson's character seemed to be the only person who was giving anything to the film. So to me, when I'm sitting here and I'm watching it, and I'm watching it in the theater with Jomi and some other people, I'm like, if I was going to show people the worst parts of a comic book movie and why these movies shouldn't be made anymore, this would be the movie I would show them. Last thing I'll say, you guys have brought up a lot of movies to me that you say are worse than this one, and I've heard them. You've said that Shazam! Fury of the Gods is worse. I don't think it is. You've said that Catwoman is worse. I don't think that it necessarily is, although it might be. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, I have a very odd connection to that movie. Here's the one thing that none of those movies have in common with this movie. Besides maybe Shazam, which I don't think this movie is, uh, I don't think Shazam is as bad as this. That there's no reason this film should be bad. This movie right here is coming off of a $1 billion filmmaking success. There's no reason that this movie should be bad. Like, the fact that this film is this poorly made, not that it's this bad, that it's this poorly made, is a testament to not only the dysfunction over at DC, which is completely self-inflicted, but it's also the fact that they just stopped caring. They just stopped caring. They stopped giving a shit. This film, even, even Wonder Woman 1984, at least it was inventive. At least they tried a bunch of wacky shit that didn't work. This movie is just a combination of some of the worst ideas and worst execution that I've ever seen. And there's no real reason why it should have been that way. I'm done. I think this is overall a reflection of my morale when it comes to uh, the DCEU and like what we'll eventually talk about is the end of the Snyderverse as we know it. That it goes out not with a bang, but a whimper. It passes through us like, uh, like a silent fart when we're meditating. We'll forget this about is it. Diarrhea right? for me. Now nah, we'll just I about it. I forgot <laughs> about this the moment that it passed through me. Like that's the that's the worst part. It's not even worth remembering. But I would say that there can't like I can fi- I'm I've been good about finding positive things out of a lot of the DC fare that I have not liked and actively disliked. I. I could kind of start to agree with the sort of malintent or like laziness that comes off as like crass and malicious that turns out into a worse experience than actually is probably presented. Um, But I still find a tiny bit of seriousness and a bit of craft. It's minimal, but not a lot. Um, I'm just more, it's more relief than anything else that, with the like laissez-faire attitude that this movie carries itself with is going to be the thing that you know this weird fucked up uh cinematic endeavor known as Warner Brothers the Snyderverse ends with and uh, this isn't exactly putting it with Zack Speed I just say it because that's its namesake at this point it's the sort of so-called universe that they're trying to build up and this is the last breath of that and it's just some dumb yip yip from Jason Momoa that I 
really couldn't stand. I'll 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 take a minute to, later to talk about the things that I might have liked here. Uh, but no, this is really bad. This is like there's no two ways. Talk about them now. Get freaky with it. Yeah, Why wait. Yeah, talk about what I mean, you liked. I I have to be real, and I support my kings out there. Keep like keep doing your thing. This movie did nothing for Yaya. Like I I will say this. Fauci got to be on the phone because, sorry, Jason Momoa, whatever Jason Momoa was infected with that stripped him of all acting ability in this was infectious because every single person felt like they were in this movie to buy a second home. Like everybody from the top of the list to the bottom of the list, I'm like, y'all don't want to be here. They looked miserable. I think Yaya was underused and was overacting. I thought, what's his face? Who's the new guy? We love him. Uh, Randall Park. Randall yeah. Park was phoning it in, bro. No, he shout out to Randall like Park. He, I'm, I'm, he's, he's, the, he's the top person that I'm happy got a check from this movie. I'm happy he got his check. I love him. Does he have gambling debts or something? Because he was like, dog, like, it was, it was bad. It was, I don't think there was a good performance in this movie. Patrick Wilson is the closest, but there's not one good performance in this movie. I think like if they were doing like you know silver, gold, and bronze in the performances of the movie, he's probably silver. You know, I don't think he got a lot to work with because a lot of the stuff was dealing with um, the Black Manta stuff, and that was all dumb. So like, <laughs> it's hard. <clears throat> I mean, like we mean Van's already gone on his diatribe about the film, so there's not much else to say. It's not. It's not good. I think what it boils down to for me was there's the scene with Aquaman and Pat, Patrick Wilson in the jungle and they're doing this like little brother big brother thing and that has like you're like you can see that like you see that in movies all the time where two people like they like, kind of like a buddy comedy thing where like two people have this like little argument or whatever and it's funny and you're supposed to like connect with them and that doesn't land and I was like oh that was this is probably like the best part of the movie so far, and it stinks. Oh no. And that's the part they oh, put God. in the trailer. So this is the part they like they thought was really gonna work. Yeah, I was like, this I was like, this is this is probably like the most fun I've had in this movie so far, and I don't like it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And yeah, the rest of the movie just like saying it fell flat would be uh like a compliment. It's it doesn't meet any not even close it i don't even think it hits the lows of the first aquaman you know it's just completely unbearable it's not as fun the first aquaman is no masterpiece but the movie is wacky out there enough and you have a legitimate movie star in the movie that's giving you enough yeah for you to say hey i see why a lot of people wanted to come see that now let's we can talk about a couple of things here. Number one, we can talk about this overall dysfunction that infected this film and stopped it from being something that was competently made. A couple of different things. Number one, the turnover and the vacuum of leadership at the top of Warner Brothers in DC that was not able to shepherd this movie's post-production uh, into being something um, that was consumable. Number one. Number two, Amber Heard the way that they probably had to shuffle and reshuffle her 
around because of what happened in actuality in real life. The movie faced a lot of hurdles. There were a lot of things that were in the way of this movie. Do you think they, like, recut this movie to shreds? They absolutely did. They absolutely did. She was, like, not in that much of the movie, but when she was, I'm like, you guys cut out at least, like, five scenes that would have made this make sense. But not only what they did is, she's in the movie, but they muted her. Like, they muted her. She's his co-lead in the first one, right? They're on the journey together. And because of everything that went went down, it the thing to do in that case is just fucking sack up and either recast or kill the character. Like, make a decision. Like, make a decision in the movie so that we still get a movie. Like, make a decision. Either recast that role or fucking cut her out of it. Cut her out of it, bring somebody else in, and fucking bite the bullet on the motherfucking shit. But you're half-assing it. You're half-assing it. Jason Momoa didn't even get in shape for the movie. Like he didn't I don't even, even know. Do- I don't even know if he went to wardrobe half the time. I think he just brought on the shit that he had. <laughs> he was wearing that day. Real quick though, on Steve. Hold Rowe. on, wait, but 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 wait, wait, real quick. My ass. We'll get to everybody. Like what? Like like what I'm saying is that when you look at the overall situation of the film it was just like all right we can put it out hide it and we move on and stuff you guys look we make a lot of jokes here on the podcast i'm not gonna be over serious i'll i'll snap back to old van uh porny horny old man after this but look here's the thing there's a narrative about this stuff that is not serious and actual filmmaking And we are in the middle right now of a prolonged, protracted uh, reinforcement of that idea. And this sent me over the edge. This one sent me over the edge. I'm not going to lie. I went in there last night. I'm watching them sit down. The CGI when they're underwater is terrible. The baby pissing his face a couple of times is not funny. It's not working. The whole thing, this sent me over the edge. It sent me over the edge. Charles always talks about what movies that he does or doesn't want to do when it's literally his job to do this. So like, and I and I, and I get it, but it kind of makes you wonder, like if we're going to have enough stuff that's awesome for us to even be doing this podcast in a year. In a year and a half, in two years, I'm serious. Like if, if if there's going to be this enough demoralized stuff, you, Van. Like we, we don't have nothing to talk gonna, about. Oh, I, I, if I there's going to be enough y'all. stuff, I tried to save y'all. This this did psychic damage. It's not about you grandstanding right now. It's about a serious and real conversation about what we expect from filmmakers, studios. And actors, when it comes to this content that we've been consuming since we were in elementary school. We've had this conversation every other month on this podcast. That's we how have bad not. of a year it's been. We have what? not. We're not in a robust way. What we've done uh, stop is there. Not, not, not in a real After way, Secret Charles. After Invasion? Charles, what we've talked about is... After Ahsoka? It, it's hors d'oeuvres. Ahsoka wasn't even bad enough to have this conversation. Ahsoka was God. just fine compared to, this, compared to this movie. Ahsoka was fucking Citizen We had Kane. a whole episode called State of the MCU. It was not that positive. That's of State episode. of the MCU, not State of Old Man Vance Childhood. I'm sick of the bullshit. Now look, <laughs> um, let's, 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 let's get into the... Okay, cool. Fine. You want to talk about what you liked? What did we like? My answer, nothing. 
Nothing. <laughs> I liked nothing about the movie. When I tell you that there was nothing that I liked, this is how positive I am. Nothing. I didn't like anything. I literally didn't like anything. I couldn't wait to leave. I, I could not wait to leave. This is true. Ask Jomi. Jomi was with me. I couldn't wait to leave. I thought I was going to walk out of the theater. I was like, would the boys know if I just walked out after the first half hour? Can I also ask this? Guys, I really have to... What happened with Jason Momoa? Because I remember him, whether it's Justice League, whether it is the first Aquaman, being a very, very charming actor. And I'm like, he's not... He's not the best actor or even the best wrestler turned actor, but he had something. And in this movie, it is quite literally he had the acting chops of the fucking all that cast. And Jason Momoa ain't just, no Jason Momoa ain't first no wrestler. Off. What are you talking about? He ain't never been no wrestler. What are you I don't fucking know. Anyway, continue. Jesus Doesn't even Christ. fucking matter. What Doesn't you, even you fucking matter. Wait, wait, wait. Crazy. You thought Jason Momoa was in the bloodline? <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was. He thought it was him. He thought he was the tribal chief. That's you thought, crazy, you thought Charles. Jason Momoa was an Oso? That's crazy, Charles. <laughs> you racist bitch. Come on, bro. <laughs> anyway, dog, when, when they're walking through the forest and he starts like fucking acting like Ed from Good Burger and he's like, you never had a cheeseburger, bro. You never had Zod. Did he think I'm he was like, like Jack Black or something in this movie? What are we doing? <laughs> like, that shit was bad. Like, it was really, really, like he, this entire movie, I was like, Arthur never acted this dumb in any of the other movies. And for some reason, I don't know what happened. They treated this man like, honestly, he needed so much help. I don't think he, like, I don't think he had lines, like, you know, sides to read. It's like, hey, Jason, like, to Steve's point, his wardrobe is just the stuff he wears all the time. Yeah. I kind of feel like he left. An obnoxious amount of rings. Right? He got off the limo, just went straight to to the set, and they were like, Roll camera. Let's they go. Just, they, they, they did some powder makeup and then that's it. He's good to and, go. And just and just let the thing go, you know, and it, you feel it through the film. Like, I feel like after I don't know, maybe it was like the first Aquaman and his powers got zapped. I don't know what happened, because like even if you count this fast X. Oh, my God. It's tough. It's tough for Jason. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, he is going through a divorce. Like, it, it, mm. he might have had a couple of rough days. If we're going to be nice to Momoa, he's going through it, I think, a little bit. Mm. And, you know, Man. you lose your shoddy, sometimes you lose the juice. I think Jason Momoa is an awesome guy. I've always enjoyed him. Uh, I've never thought of him as anything less than a capable actor. I've seen him do really amazing acting jobs before. I just don't think that there was any intensity or any intent in this movie to make a good film. Yeah. I really don't. It's like, remember when, when he was introduced in... The Justice League, and he was really cool because he like throws the sailor on on like a table, and like takes a jar of whiskey, and he's like respect the sea next time. It's on his tab, and then he just jumps in the ocean like all cool and shit. Yeah. And then it's this, it's this. Yeah. Steve, you said you liked the movie. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you <laughs> jumping into pill pressure? I didn't. Say, I didn't say. I didn't say that I liked the movie. I said I like parts of this movie. I don't. What I'm parts? not gonna let this. What parts? I'm not gonna let you positivity corner. Positivity corner. Yeah, do it. Do it. Paul, what you like? What I, you I like? really liked when Patrick Wilson did the Naruto run, and he's like, I don't know how to run. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. I see that. I turn. 90 degrees to Van. He's like, is he doing the Naruto run? And Van has got the most. His eyes are dead. There's no life. 
in there. There's no blood in his face. He's like, it's like watching the end of the world. He's comatose. You know, it's watching just, like the, the land, the last like come right towards you. It's like, ah, this is my life. This is how it ends. I was crying. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Wait, can I also just, if I, this is a nitpick, but this is also like, does this make sense? When I really knew like the movie not only looks like trash, but makes no sense is A, why does Aquaman have goldfish? Like, why does he have goldfish in a tank? This motherfucker can talk to fish. I'm sure that those goldfish are like, we want our freedom. And I was just like, when the baby starts doing the sonar shit to the, whom, whom, to the fish, and then fucking Aquaman is like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. Someone who understands me. And I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> what are we doing here, bro? Nah, you've it's been great. For, you've been waiting your whole life to have a son who can talk to goldfish and get this fucking movie out of here. I, but like, here's the thing. I start to find my own fun in this and it's by no means the intent of the movie, but there were options. There were moments in this where like, there's like, I kind of dug some of the sets. I liked how that big giant submarine Oh the, no! The bridge of that submarine looked like what? I think no, it was like kind of cool. Nah, that shit was nah. Schumacher, Schumacher Batman level. <laughs> yeah, but it was like some Flash Gordon shit. It was like it was no. like I love a dumb looking henchman in a scuba suit. Like where did they get those suits from? By the way, where like, it was so, we're, 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 it was so we're cool. like reaching like we're doing like we're doing too much, frankly. But right. I'm watching the thing. A, I'm like, okay, cool. They got the submarine. How does that work? And then uh, Randall Park's character's like retrofitted it with this. I'm like, how does you know how ancient Atlanta stuff works? Cool, whatever. And then they all have matching suits. Steve, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Steve. The green nigga that kept popping up in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Shut the... See what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I do do know that the Lost Kingdom is called Necris. Like, what's what's, the green nigga that kept popping up? I want to kill... That gets fucked over in 4.5 seconds at the end of the movie. What's like, who, who is he? Oh, I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah, of course it's dumb. Of course it's dumb. We're, uh, we're, not, we're not leaving it, it, this podcast thinking that it's anything less than dumb. I'm just like trying it. to find my own fun here. I like I'm glad. That. You know what? I'm not going to be like Charles. I'm. Gl- you know, you had a good time with it, Steve. That's great. I'm happy for you, bro. Why am I getting strays? Why am because, I like, why because, you because, me because you Because you always attack people when they... When they like the movie that nobody else like, I'm not gonna no, fall for no, that. No, 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 this no, movie attack, genuinely. I just interrogate them. why y'all can't be real, why y'all can't be serious about this shit. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This movie, this movie. If they shot that fucking Sonic cannon one more time, I'm like, dog. This, like, is this how this works? When all the whales, this is Animal Corner. Does whale sonar work like that? Because I'm like, of course it doesn't work like that. Again, he says he could talk to fish. Those are mammals. I'm confused. Built. They have built. An entire underwater kingdom with some of the most advanced technology known to man. They have one weakness and they haven't figured it out. The whole fucking thing is, is bruh, it's like they come in it. That submarine was from like Jules Verne, 20,000 leagues <laughs> under the sea type shit. They got, Crazy. and they fucked over all of Atlantis. An away game. An away game. An away wow. game, bro. Look, I'll tell you something. I'll give you an example of serious filmmakers and the way you do Atlantis. You guys all had a problem with Kugler and and and, uh, all right, and, let's and Wakanda not do forever. This now. Hold on. That shit looks like goddamn the Godfather. Avatar 
Avatar's right there, to, man. Well, Avatar's have, right there. But they weren't underwater in Avatar. Yeah, they were. In wave for, water? For a little bit. No, you mean like living they underwater. Didn't go, they didn't have no underwater. Oh, they didn't have like an underwater civilization. Yes. yes. I saw the movie. <laughs> you can't tell me that they, it wasn't no underwater kingdom. They went underwater to talk to so that old girl, Sigourney Weaver girl, who they never really explained, could have a, a, a messiah moment with the thing. I'm talking about underwater kingdoms and how they've been portrayed. Can you direct your anger to DC, Jason Momoa, and Zaz? Because, like, here's the thing. You attacking us today because they broke your spirit. I didn't make this movie, Van. But you're part of the problem. <laughs> and we're going to address it. <laughs> and we're going to address it. Right, we're going to address it on this podcast today. You and Steve and, to a degree, Jomi, are a part of the problem. I look at the computer. The computer say, fuck Nelly, fuck 50, Fuck T.I. <laughs> what the fuck you saved me for? What did I do? To Steve's point of finding your own like humor with the thing, I didn't even I forgot it was Necris. Because yeah. while I'm watching I, the movie, I double took when I when I heard that name. I was like, no, nah, but here's the thing. The black kingdom, the black trident. I just was I was calling it Negris the whole time. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you want Negris? Like I, I was even thinking about Necris. Cindy said I was like, oh yeah, that's what it's actually called, bro. The black, you know, the whole thing. I was just like, yeah, this movie's not serious. I'm not gonna take it seriously. When we when we get into niggerist, bro. When we when we we get all the black folk in here, bro. Let's let's just keep it pushing, man. You know, I didn't see any black Atlanteans, though. That's but while I'm here and I'm on my victory lap tour, (laughs) I got a question. Are we sure that we should be doing this with our C-list characters anymore? Because I think the MCU tricked us for years into being like, yo, there's no bad characters. There's just bad stories. Everybody, we should have five Ant-Man movies. And I'm like, I mean, I, I, I respect I, Ant-Man. I, here's the thing. I'll say it about Captain Marvel. I'm not even, I'm not even talking, I'm going back to the comics. Captain Marvel as a character has never worked. We're talking about Marvel Negabands. That nigga was never cool. I was in the shops. They, them fucking comic books from the 80s was still in the dollar bin. Nobody wanted them. Like, People were curious about the first Aquaman movie. They're like, oh, Aquaman movie. We've never seen this before. Dude, we need a second one. Was it a director or writer's dream? Aquaman is not a Aquaman is not a C-list character. I'm about yes, to say, like, he's, yes, he's, he's, he's a he's member of the Justice League. League. So he's not, he's not even, not, he's not, he's let's, not. Let's be oh, for right, let's be, I'll let's ask be you this. Name me three. Three iconic Aquaman stories. I'll wait. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It, it, when you talk about C-list characters, you're talking about the the, the 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 cultural penetration of the character, right? Everybody knows who Aquaman is. Well, they, they, Aquaman, Aquaman was a thing in Entourage. People, do people want to pay for Aquaman shit? Everybody no. knows who they paid a billion dollars for the first one. Everybody and how, knows. And how much is this one going to make? Every, every, this one's going to make a fucking nickel. Can I, can I tell you something? Only. Can I tell you something? Everything you're saying is wrong. No, he's not. Aquaman is not a C-list character. He might not be an A-list character, but Aquaman and the Justice League, the iteration of Aquaman, everybody knows who Aquaman is. He's he's Do so- Do people want to pay and consume Aquaman content? It's looking like they don't. They already paid for it, Charles. Once. Once. Because they were curious. <laughs> I don't know Same thing with Captain about. Marvel. Same like, thing with Ant-Man. <laughs> niggas don't want this shit anymore because the stories aren't there. It's nobody's but, dream to it, direct it, the third Ant-Man movie. It's nobody's t- dream to direct the second Captain Marvel movie. What I'm telling you is it's more of a commentary on the movies themselves. Can I ask you a question? You know who is a C-list character? 
legitimately a C-list character. Maybe D. Black Panther. That's yes. a legit C-list character. A yes. legitimate one, right? And this is, has to do more with filmmaking than it has to do with the background of the character. Now, if you're telling me that there are not enough runs in Aquaman for you to make people care, I could tell you right now that what they could have done in the second Aquaman is had a Themyscira versus Atlantean War. That would have got And I still to think the that theater. that movie would have been terrible. I disagree. I mean, hold on. I don't disagree that the movie might have been terrible. I think that the premise would have been different. No, the what premise I'm, would have been better. So what, what, I'm, what, what, what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you right now is if we want to blame, now look, there are characters that are a tougher sell. I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm not saying that there are characters that are a tougher sell. And I, but I think you're talking about a Shang-Chi more than you're talking about an Aquaman. I'm talking about all of them. And what I'm really talking about is we can debate who is a B, C, D-list character until the cows come home. What I'm actually talking about is creatively. Like when you watch the first Guardians of the Galaxy, like they're F-list characters. So nobody gives a fuck about them. But you can tell that James Gunn as a creative, the screenwriters, the actors are like, all right, there's something emotionally in here that we need to tell. Like th- there is something that we're trying to get across to the world. And we've just seen over the course of this year shit being made for money and greed and just to keep the wheels spinning where I'm like, there's nobody on this Aquaman 2 set that believes in this movie or wants to be here. And you can see it on screen. Well, and that's just, the problem and not the character. No, but here, but what I'm saying is if people don't love the character, if they don't have anything interesting to tell about the character, we shouldn't be making these movies anymore. Uh, every superhero movie shouldn't get a trilogy just because we think it's just something we've been doing forever. You're, you're right. Charles Holmes, 100% right. What I'm saying is that doesn't have to do... You can make a Superman movie that's uninspired. We've seen that. You can make a Batman movie that's uninspired. Batman and Robin comes out and the movie tanks at the box office and it's also terrible. That doesn't mean that people don't know or care who Batman is. It just means that a filmmaker got the movie that didn't understand what makes Batman so important to audiences and didn't really take the film as seriously as he needed to in order to deliver on it. There have been comic book movies that are comic book movies that people don't even know are based on comic books that people love because you adapt the thing in a a thematically and and, and cinematically competent way. So it's not the characters, and it's never going to be the characters. Are there characters that have stories that we should watch and we should pay attention to? Yeah. Are we getting to a point to where we're scraping bottom of the barrel for characters? Yeah, but I don't believe that there's any character out there that's had a thousand comic books written about them that you can't, in the hands of a competent filmmaker, have a great have a great movie made out of. I don't. When Blade first came out, nobody, come on, bro, nobody give a fuck about Blade. Like Blade, you know what I mean? Like Blade and the Spider. Now people care about Blade, but nobody even knew who Blade was. You know who Blade was. Blade, to me, is still a C-list comic book character. Still, to this day. I mean, I would agree. But here, but my only, my only issue, especially as we keep going, is like, I haven't seen it yet. It might be great. But why did we greenlight an Echo TV show? Echo barely worked in the show that she came from. Why are we greenlighting Agatha? Or like any of these fucking shows. What if? A second season? I don't care, guys. Here's the thing. And you know what? Play the drop. 
I'm going like I'm going off the fucking reservation. People thinking, people thinking that all of these fucking shows that have black leads and female leads that are from comic books and shit uh, are just like, oh man, we're really showing yeah. power. Disney's really giving us what we want. <laughs> really? Uh, no, the this fucking MCU Steve, is not starting the, the revolution. It is not. I'm sorry. The, the, like, the, the Disney Plus ain't saving y'all niggas. There are people out there that I'm sure love the Aquaman movie. Look, there are movies out there that are bad that I like. And I'm sorry that you guys are listening to this, but this conversation has to be had. It has to be had. If I was running the town, I would say no superhero movies for a year. Get you guys is give you guys an opportunity to cobble all of your insights and stuff together. Because the bubbles burst. And it's our job here on the Midnight Boys to give you instant reactions to this. This would have been worse had we done this podcast on Thursday. Jomi saw it. We were in the theater laughing. It's the Late Night Movie Society. Otto. Shout out to Otto. We were in there laughing. DC, we laughed at you. We, we laughed at you guys, bro. We laughed. Not when we were supposed to laugh. We laughed because we could see on screen when something was reshot and the actors didn't match. We could see unfinished CGI. We could see it all. We laughed at you. You guys are more talented than us. Fucking hey, newsflash. Everybody's more. Newsflash, you're more talented than the geeks. Newsflash, you're more talented. Newsflash, you guys are doing it in the big, huge, billion-dollar way. Newsflash. That doesn't mean we're going to eat this slop forever. Five minutes of silence. Do you think the the effect of like, hey, they're moving on from this type, this type movie, like got, they got James Gunn in, all that stuff. Do you think it led to the movie having kind of like a lame duck, lame duck mentality in terms of they're not going to use this stuff anymore? Like, they finna move on from us. Like, we just might just make this thing and get this out of here. You know what I mean? It, like, it, might it, as well. It struck me as like senioritis. The paper that you're about to turn in will not matter, even though it's graded. So you don't care. That's why, like, that ending monologue just sounded like a fucking seventh grade book report on why gl- global warming's bad. And I, re- I really do feel like this was like a quick hit of, like, all right, I'm out the door. Like, Da, 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 da. Let's let's go. James Gunn's guys work cut out for us. We're out the door. Graduating class of Snyder. We out. I mean, even here's the reality of the situation is like, even if they did blow out this movie and gave it kind of like the Barbie or the Oppenheimer treatment where it's like marketing and we're making sure people know that this is in theaters. Mm-hmm. Nobody was seeing this shit. This was dead on arrival. Like you could tell everybody involved in this was like we made a stinker and we know we made a stinker what i want to ask y'all though is this year was a bad superhero movie but i want to read you the slate for next year and decide if next year is potentially going to be worse so on the tv show side we have echo x-men 97 agatha coven of chaos friendly neighborhood spider-man potentially eyes of wakanda marvel zombies i don't think eyes of wakanda will come out in Me 24. They, I mean, they mentioned 2024, so... They did? Kind of feel like, for, yeah, in the, the, in the, in the, the teaser we got with, for anybody who's listening, we went to a what-if screening, and they showed us a little 2024 animation teaser of what to come, and it was Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, X-Men uh, 97, and 
Wakanda, or Eyes of Wakanda, right? I think there was one more other thing, but I think that was also part of it. So it should come out 2024, but sure. And then on the movie side, we have Madam Web, Venom 3, Deadpool 3, Craven the Hunter, and Star Wars. We just have Al- Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, and what's the... I think we have one more. I forget. The, I think next year might be worse than this year, if I'm going to be honest. Respect X-Men 97. <laughs> ah, come on. Ex- respect X-Men 97. If, if I'm going to be real, if I'm going to be real, Feige, get it out of your system. I never want to hear the fucking theme song again. Make something new. I just like get the fucking not X-Men 90s cartoon out of your system. Please. What I will say, I th- and I think maybe this is partly where we're in a crossroads in terms of this content because we have, you know, we're getting a lot of stuff out the way. They're, everybody's retooling. Everybody's like, all right, 2023 was kind of a mess. We might, you might, it's like, it's like a, a tanking year in terms of, all right, well, we thought we had to juice for last year, right? Mm. None of our players were good enough. None of our coaches were good enough. We kind of have to start from scratch. You can't, you know, you're not going to win, you know, 24 out of the first 28 games of the year when you got to like reboot the whole thing, you know? So but are people going to want to come back by 2025? Like, if we deal with another year of this, I don't know if people are like, yeah, James Gunn, Superman, 2025, if we have another year like this year. I don't know. And that has nothing to do with James Gunn and everything to do with people are done with these movies. These movies are making less than fucking indies from A24 now. But it's also, there's also like this weird, like, inflated price tag that a lot of these movies are coming with now. And it's not even so much with just superhero movies, but IP in general, like that. Indiana Jones cost $300 million to make. And no wonder it flopped because... $200 million I, of it was redoing Harrison Ford's face. Exactly. So. And, and the fact that like all of these movies have inflated price, price tags and the return on investment is not becoming what it is, the scaling back of budget to get returns seems to be something that's not in these corporations' wheelhouse. They would rather... WB would rather merge with Paramount then scale back. Then, like, say, you know, up the price of HBO Max, which will be coming anyway, or something that's going to actually, like, add value to them or try to slow down. They can't afford to slow down. None of these IP projects seemingly can afford to slow down. We're on the train, and it's not going to stop. And it's either going to be something that we can find our tiny little spaces of good, or somebody's going to have to have the wherewithal to actually slow this train down in order to make it stop and make it better. Tired metaphor, but yeah. There's a couple of other things at play here too. We always talk about how genius Marvel is, the MCU is. We also don't talk about timing, right? Iron Man comes out 2008. I'm 28 years old when the movie comes out. Okay, Iron Man is a character I'm very familiar with. These stories are stories I'm very familiar with. I'm curious about what they're going to do with Iron Man. At first, it was going to be Tom Cruise, Demon in a Bottle, different type of situation. I want to go see it. I go see it. Iron Man comes. Thor comes. All of this stuff comes. There's a generation of kids that know these characters not from a background in comic books because I'm part of the comic book boom era. You guys come in on the tail end of it, but still basically a part of it, except for maybe Jomi's generation, who is less attached because the circulation of comic books is way, way down, right? 
So our generation gets fed something that we, to a large part, invested a large part of our childhood in. The word of mouth is big, and then everything changes. A lot of people out there were introduced to maybe not so much Spider-Man, but Iron Man, Thor, the rest of these characters in the movies. They were introduced to them in the movies. That's what they know them from. They know Black Panther from the movies, from the MCU, a, a lot of... And then you get to a point, those characters aren't in the movies anymore. Like, they're not around anymore. You don't have them anymore. Like, for us, we, we're we like, oh, my God, ho, 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 let's do Howard the Duck. All right, you did this. Uh, let's fucking do Night Thrasher. And, uh, where, when the fuck is Rhino showing up? And uh, the New Warriors. And, like, we have this endless list of characters that we want to see on the screen when a large portion of the people that are watching this stuff want to see those guys. They want to see them keep making them for, for time and time again, like they keep making Batman, like they keep making Superman, like they keep, they want to see those guys. They don't look at this stuff in a comic book type way. So when these new characters come out, yeah, you got to do a better job at making those characters hit. But I don't think Marvel understood, or I don't think a lot of these people understand the fact that the generation changed towards the end of them making their stuff. If somebody was born in 2008, right? When Endgame came out, they were 11 or 12 years old. If they were born, if they were born, they weren't watching the movie. So if they were like seven, then they were like almost like, I don't know, 19 or 20 when it was coming out. And so now what do you give to that person for the rest of their 20s? Like they might not be holding on as much as we are. And it comes back down to the story and stuff rather than the characters, or it's either the story or the characters. Because the characters that they know and love, they killed them and they're gone. And they're like, when are these guys coming back so I can care about this stuff again? So there are a lot of things that are going on here that if you really want to discuss them, all led up to us. But the bottom line is this. To Steve's point, to Charles's point, is that nobody saw it coming with all of this stuff. No one thought that we would ever get tired of Indiana Jones. We tired of that nigga. I'm sorry. That nigga a dog. I love him. That nigga been a dog. That nigga do all kinds. We tired. We sick of that nigga. Skywalkers, Fast and Furious, all that shit. We're done. I'm just being for real. We're sick of it. We're not sick of the feeling that we felt from indulging into this content. I'm going to watch superhero movies forever. And they've always made superhero movies. People talk about the serial. It's not that they haven't always made superhero movies. It's just that they didn't used to only make superhero movies. There's always been Superman in theaters. There's always been Batman in theaters. They made a Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren, which my friend Boaz wrote. They've always made these movies because they're good fodder for on-screen content. They just didn't used to only make them. Now... Try something else for a little while and and let somebody who coming in with real inspiration take a crack at it. Cause we in we in the we're in the end game now, baby. We're in the dark times. All right. And we gotta do this for a living. I mean, Madam Webb is coming, and Madam Webb, I think, is going to give us a second wind. We'll take us into the next phase of these hero movies. What if it's good? Let me ask you a question. What if it's good? This is what I low-key respect about Sony. They're not budging when it comes to this. (laughs) Warner Brothers is in the gutter. They're thinking about merging with Paramount. Sony, train keeps on rolling. Madam Web. They're selling PS5. Craving the, they're not yeah. worried about the movies. Yeah, I know. They're just like, <laughs> they keep going. We'll, we'll give you, we'll give you bottom yeah, tier Spider-Man work. shit, 
for the rest of your life. We're not letting go of him, baby. Let me tell you something. They just made 150 right, million right now uh, selling PS5s. Just like, hey, here you go. Here's 150 mil. Go make, go make, go make your art house movie. Go crazy. You know? Like, yeah. Go we got nuts. PlayStation oh. money. We're fine. Not worried about that. Yeah, that movie's going to be terrible, but continue. So this is the last DCEU movie. Finally. God damn. What? I've been trying to think about this. What is the lasting impact of the DCEU? Because I can't think that it's anything but just an abject failure. And when we look back in 10, 15 years, we're going to be like, we wasted so much money, so much time on something that just never worked. It ne- We are at least in our fourth or fifth rebirth of the DCEU. And each time they sell us the same thing, we're like, yo, Black Adam, Black Adam, that's the one. A Flash, Flash, Blue Beetle, we got y'all. We got Superman. It's not DCU, but super. We're doing Superman again. We got. Come on, this is it. And at a certain point, I'm like, how many more times am I going to be Charlie Brown with the football? As many times as they want, and you'll eat the slop and you'll like it. <laughs> whoa, 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 I was forced to eat this slop. I and knew gonna this be, was and, dead and on. And you're gonna you're gonna be forced to eat the next slop. Okay. The reality is this. Superman is a billion-dollar entity. Batman is a billion-dollar entity. Blah, blah, blah is a billion dollars. And money, 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 water tower down in Burbank is always going to make more content. They're going to take the characters that were fucking born out before the United States got involved in World War II, and they're going to make more content with them. Mickey Mouse is always going to have a place to laugh. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Oh, I, I'm Mickey. Always going to be there. Hey, I'm Donald oh. Duck. Always going to be. Donald Duck is going to be there. They're going to keep doing this. The next generation of kids is going to come up like, oh my God, Fantasia, Mickey and the Mops dancing and all of that till there's no more. Until Solar Flare takes us out, asteroid, pandemic, whatever happens, Jesus comes back and I say, I knew it was me and you for eternity, baby. This stuff is going to exist. So the question is not whether or not it will exist, but whether or not it will be good or not. That is the only question. What is the difference between Superman 1977 and Superman, the Man of Steel? The answer is Richard Donner. That's the difference. It's the filmmakers, it's the filmmakers, it's the filmmakers. You can do a movie about Batman that is Batman and Robin, and then basically fucking five years later, you can do Batman Begins. It, it's the filmmaker. It's the filmmaker, it's the filmmaker, it's the filmmaker. You could do a bat, you could do a movie about Bruce Wayne where he never turned into Batman, and that shit could be fire. I mean, the show was literally called Pennyworth, The Origin of Batman's Butler. It was fire. So, so, I'm, so that's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is we can talk about do we need more? Do we need more? Do we need more? There will be more. So the question is not will it exist, but who's going to do it? Sick of this shit. All right. Can we really quick? What are the three worst DCEU movies? Oh, My top boy. three. Aquaman, this Aquaman, Aquaman 2 is already in there. That's, <laughs> you'll literally get two, it's only two slots. Their original Justice League is probably number two. Mm. No, Wonder Woman 1984 is number two. 
Number th- then what's number three? Number three is the original Justice League. No, Justice League is worse than Wonder Woman 1984, I think. Are we really, are we not counting the Flash at all? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the Flash the is Flash. I forgot about so, the Flash. But I, but I kind of fucked with the Flash a little you bit. You like the Flash, man. No. You yeah. like the Flash. I kind of fucked with the Flash actually, a little bit. Actually, I take bit. it back. I'm, I'm swapping out the Flash. The Flash is worse than Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, here's the Easy. thing. Aquaman did not break my spirit like the Flash did, I, at which my role is swapped with Van. Like, Aquaman clearly broke your spirit, Van. <laughs> all right. You, you, you did it again. Is Aquaman 2 worse than The Flash? Yes. We'll talk about it. We'll do it finally. We'll, we got, well, it, well, no, it's not. We, we got to talk about it. I, I think if I had to pick my top three, it'd probably go Wonder Woman 1984 because that ruined Christmas for everybody. True. Uh, with HBO Max. Um, the, I got, uh, I'm going to go with the first Suicide Squad as well. No, nah, y'all see, no, we're not being serious. The movie's terrible. Now. The first Suicide Squad's not that bad. It's not good, but it's not, that bad. it's not that bad. Are you on It's not that bad. It's not that bad. If we nah, were doing a midnight meter on the first Suicide Squad, I'd, I'd, I'd honestly give it like a six. Six or seven. A six? Here's yeah. the problem. Well, if you give it a Have seven, some that's pretty shame. bold. Here, here's the problem. <laughs> the problem is, compared to this shit, the movie looks, <laughs> okay? That's the problem. <laughs> the problem, because think about the first Suicide Squad. It has Will Smith in it. He's good. Will Smith. The first Suicide Squad has watchable elements. It's not Margot a good Robbie's movie. not good in the first Suicide Squad. She, she is, is good. She is she good. Is good. It, the She's movie really good. doesn't work, but Amanda Waller is good in that. Viola Davis is good in that. It's, it's, it's Margot Robbie and Will Smith doing like prime Shaq and Kobe level stuff, but in the back is just six uh, Smush Parkers. Like that's it. Hey, can we can we can we can we do something? Can we can we leave Smush alone? Did you see Smush? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> That's can we, I said it. It's like we gotta get off Smush's ass, bro. <laughs> Smush, I felt for Smush, bro. Smush, hey, if you listen yo, to this, somewhere, I heard it. I heard. It. I heard it. I was bro, like, I mean, if you listen, Smush, if you listen to this somewhere, bro, I'm fucking with you, G. I couldn't imagine not speaking to somebody I work with for two years, bro. They sat right next to each other in the locker room. I don't Who even want do? no no want nothing to do with him, bro. Y'all gonna be mad at me. I've never finished Birds of Prey. I couldn't. I watched like the first like hour that's, and I'm see, like, hell no. That's but you know, like, but you like no. Suicide Squad? Movie. Suicide Squad movie. is better. I like Suicide Squad. I was in that the theater watching Suicide Squad. Like, I was like, it isn't God. as bad as we're back. We're back to the bullshit. This is the problem with Charles. Like, we're back to the bullshit. You guys have to watch you, you you have to listen to me and Charles on the rewatchable search oh, for Bobby Fisher. You guys have to listen to like watch watch Bill. I already know you're gonna make me mad on search for Bobby Fisher. You didn't even you, finish Birds of Prey. That's insane. That's insane. That's a that's great actually a good movie. movie. That's, that's a really good movie. movie. That's if we're, if we're being like we're being like honest. Ever since the like the like the decade turned to the 2020s, that movie and Suicide Squad, and you could probably put Zack Snyder's Justice League in there. Only good movies they've made since the color of 2020. Let's not throw around good that lightly. That's how we get in trouble like this. Like in terms of movies, like I didn't hate myself after watching. You guys, Charles, fucking 2016 Suicide Squad, not that bad. That's nuts. All right, let's 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 list the top three DCEU movies. The top three ones? Oh boy. So number one, Wonder top, Woman. If it's top, Wonder Woman. Wonder okay. Woman. Wonder Woman top is the best three. one. Wonder Woman's the best one? No. no. Oh, wait, wait, so we're not what? playing the mu- music for Hold Steve? On, wait, now? wait a second. Wait, no, we're not playing it. Wait, stop. No, we shouldn't play it, and I'll tell you why. It's okay to have an opinion, but when that big opinion becomes a trend. 
How is it a That's trend? That's where you get the music. All right. We are seeing some pattern the... recognition from All right, Charles. No, 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 no. Because this is also what I don't like. Yo, we got to be real. Just because there's a black character in a superhero movie doesn't mean that shit's going to be good. It just doesn't. Just because there's You're a right. woman as a lead doesn't mean it's going to be good. Like, Ooh, people, like it just doesn't. I don't care. Sometimes it sucks. She-Hulk sucks. <laughs> Fucking Wakanda Forever was not that great. Like, we, it's a, we're allowed to say it. You are dead. Okay. Oh, there's a... Oh, that's Steve, the whole did you drop. That? Uh, Steve, oh, are you policing my blackness right now? Steve, wow. Oh, I'm taking oh, cues wow. from Van where he's just like, like, no, that's not whoa, true. What? And then and then let me tell you what he did, Charles. He did it on his own. <laughs> and now you rat me out, man. Rather, rather than take accountability, <laughs> rather than take accountability, you then blame it back on the black man. Steve, I want you to watch, I want you to watch yes. a documentary on HBO Max right now. It's called Murder in Boston. Okay. Roots, Rampage, and Reckoning. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my it's about a very something you blame it on a black person. All right. Steven okay. Susan Smith Almond. All right. So if you guys, if I'm being very, very real, top three DCEU movies, Wonder Woman is number one. Okay. 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 Then we're going two? Suicide Squad number two. And then oh, that's fucking Black dumb. Adam. No. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, it's All not right. serious. Yeah, 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 cut his minutes, mic. Cut his mic. Five minutes. Hey, five, five minutes. Five minutes. I'm serious. I'm putting in the penalty box. Five minutes. 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 Five Number three. Yeah, talk to him. Say it. Say it. Batman versus yeah! Superman. The ultimate oh, cut. Man, you're insane. Let's go. I'm telling you, bro. No. No. I swear to God, God, bro. Yeah. Batman versus Superman, bro. The, the, the other cut of that bitch. That's the third one. That's Y'all starving. Y'all are starving, you, But you like Suicide bro. Squad. You don't get any opinion on this whatsoever, brother. You've lost. Well, the first Suicide Squad is better than Batman versus Superman. Let's be clear. Not even, not even, clo- not even close to being true. Not. I'm talking about the Ultimate Cut edition. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ultimate Ultimate Cut's a solid movie. Both I this get and it. Aquaman, unnecessary uses of piss. Yeah, well, Actually, now that I look at it, Shazam was the first Shazam was pretty good. Like it's the up there. It's up there. The, the second one kind of like fucking poison the water. The first Shazam, first Shazam was really good. good. Let's do let's do this. So these are the good in no order. Let's not rank them. To me, these are the good DCEU movies. Pass fail. Man of Steel, I can fuck with. Ultimate cut, I can fuck with. Okay. Snyder cut. You guys don't agree, but I can fuck with it. This is just mine. Birds of Prey mm-hmm. is actually good. Yes. Wonder Woman. Shazam. No, no right. first Aquaman. Um, yeah, I could put it in there. It's not my favorite movie. It's not but, a great movie, but it passed. Yeah, it's a pass. Yeah, it passed. It's a pass. It's a pass. Now look, now can I, can I be honest with you guys? As much bullshitting and belly aching as there is, that's a lot of movies. Yeah. Well, guys, guys, I, we're I, we're judging them on a pat just because you pass. Like, motherfuckers can pass on a seventy-five. I'm you know what I mean? The problem, I think, the problem is, is that they've never made a truly great movie. That's true. They haven't even come close to the heights of Marvel. They've right. never come They've close. They've never, they don't have, none of these movies is as good as Iron Man. None of these is movies is as good as, none of these movies 
I mean, all of these are basically Doctor Strange level movies. That's the best. Oh, the first the Doctor Strange. Uh, does, the first, do the first any of these movies even, the even get close to like even a 10 on the midnight meter? Maybe the no. closest is Wonder Hell Woman, no. but like the last act of that movie is not great. I give Birds of Prey, which might be my favorite, like a solid eight. Yeah. A rock solid eight. I like Birds of Prey a lot. I like yeah. Birds what of Prey. What would you give it? Theaters, uh, like an eight? An eight? Would you give it's it a nine? It's as solid an eight as it's ever existed. Yeah. It's, a, it's an eight. Yeah, it's but a if solid that, eight. If, if that's the ceiling, though, if a ceiling yeah. for the whole DCEU is an eight, that's a failure. I think, Wonder Woman, I mean? is, I think Wonder Woman is a nine. I, I would say Wonder Woman is a nine. Uh, I, think, I think they're both eights. I think... What, I, I can oh, see that. You know what? I can see them both being eights. You know what? I think... Wonder Woman just made so much money, but I could see it being an eight. The last, just based third, on, the last third of Wonder Woman is really bad. It's, it's not, when she when she, I, when she talks about love. You don't like that? Uh, no, it is when what Aries Aries shows up yeah. on the fucking plane. yeah Aries David Thorne. That shit was bad, bro. <laughs> Aries, bro, bro, bro. I tell you what, bro, <laughs> bro. I wish everybody was in town. I'd invite y'all over tonight and make y'all look at that shit. <laughs> Bro, we would wear Santa hats and we would watch some of these movies, bro. Oh, I'd love it. I, you know what I want to do? I want to have a midnight boys watch along. Mm. I want to invite, I don't know, 50 of our fans. I'm doing it. Figure it out on the back end. I want to invite 50 of our friends to the Spotify offices and we just take a day of midnight film festival. A midnight film festival? Oh, we would program a dope festival. Bro, we're gonna we'll do in. it. it we're gonna do it in the theater room at Spotify. Come to the room and we're gonna watch these fucking movies. We're gonna be on the mics. And we could do three and four. We're gonna watch, we're gonna look at these movies, man. These movies are funny, bro. <laughs> Some of that shit that happens in Wonder Woman towards the end, like Kalika was like very emotionally involved. And she was getting mad at me because I was like, man, come on, nigga. Man, punch this nigga so we could get to the end of the movie. Like, so walking, walking down the thing, talking about for love. Man, punch this nigga. I mean, the problem with the the DCEU, I mean, like not like the overarching problem, but the problem we're talking about, like these movies and how they like how they stand the test of time, is essentially like while none of them have reached the heights of our favorite MCU movies, even some of our like you know mid MCU movies, the bottom has fallen out. Like completely, For like sure. the worst DCU DC movies aren't even close, or like not like not really even on the same level of the worst MCU movies. Is there wait? What's Charles. the worst MCU movie? I think the, the worst one would probably be Thor: The Dark World. But if we're thinking, no, there like, has to be one worse than Dark World. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's like the first answer. But if even you look, then, like Dark World's like incredibly enjoyable by comparison. Like, Aquaman two makes Thor: The Dark World look like fucking Casablanca. Dog, like, I keep telling you guys, you <laughs> guys are. <laughs> You guys, you know what the midnight, you know what the midnight film festival should be. We should each get, we should each get to put, pick a movie that we ride for, and oh, we should be able to oh, speed racer, baby. And, let's and, we go. Should, and, and, and we should, and we should be able to. Steve, hold on, Steve. It has to be what? some shit that people saw, bro. Okay. Yeah, people saw that. So, 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 so before. Yeah, welcome, welcome to Van Lathan's fifth screening of Matrix Resurrections. That's, I'm with. I'm into that. I'm not going to do that one though, because I, I don't. I don't expect people to do the lore. But it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it has to be a movie. So we we'll do a midnight film festival, but it has to be a movie that we ride for. And while the movie is going, we get the mic and we get to talk to people about the film while the movie is on there. It's like uh -huh. a live thing that's going on. That's the thing, because. Thor The Dark World, I know that it's 
people, it's it's reviled. I'm not about to try to, but it at least has a point of view. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're telling me I'm you sure. ride for the little lake scene when he goes into the fucking water and has the fucking, that shit's terrible, bro. Is it, okay, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you, but it at least has a point of view, right? At least, All right, that's fair. Yeah, at least it, it, no, I'm not I'm not gonna ride for it no more because I watched it again not too long ago. Not, you know. Uh, but it, it at least, at least it it has something. At least it takes itself seriously. You know what I mean? It's 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 bad filmmaking and not bad inspiration, which is I guess my problem with this entire thing. But I, if we talk about the worst MCU movie, the very worst one, so you're gonna have a whole class of movie that's gonna be Thor the Dark World. What else? Um it's Ant-Man the Wasp. No, I'm like, never on that level. Yeah, but even Quantum Mania. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard. Oh, I would love to do an Eternals rewatch. You know what? Dog. I gotta be. I gotta be real with Watch you. Watch this don't come say. around on, on on Eternals, man. Bro, I looked at I looked I'm at Eternals when I, I was on the you. plane, bro. It's just it's Eternals, not that bad. It's not that bad, bro. It's a little long. Right. It's a little long. All right, but not too bad. I mean, but it's, once again, here's the thing: Eternal, like everything in the DCEU, makes Eternals look like a masterclass filmmaking. And that's the problem. Hey, can I, tell you, can I say something about that? Do you know one reason why that is? With, with particularly with a movie like uh, Aquaman. Here's the thing. You know what we're really talking about when you get down to brass tacks? Does the movie get anything right? And what and when it gets something right, does it get it right to a competent, to, to, to a high degree, to a high level, should I say? If you look at Eternals, the movie looks good. Yes. That's the first thing. It looks good, right? So if you want to look at a bunch of hot, beautiful, you could look at like Gemma for the whole movie and just be like, okay. You know what I mean? Like the whole movie, the movie Jesus looks Christ. good at least. She's beautiful. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Milk no, moment, Jomi. That's racist. And you should check yourself and leave your privilege at the door. I mean, because I, I to be fair, Van, uh, what's my favorite anime called? That's not One Piece. Juju Hakushu, uh, what's it called? <laughs> oh man, that's a great. That's one of the best ones yet. That's, you got that's close. mixing two. Jujitsu Kaisen. Jujitsu Kaisen. Jujitsu. Jujitsu Kaisen. Kaisen. That's crazy, bro. Y'all be on some crazy shit with this animation. This animation is crazy, bro, bro, bro. Like we don't have shit to talk about after this, bro. I was watching somebody every time, so it's always a new anime that you can't miss. <laughs> it's like people are it, it is bro people on the internet talk about yeah people are talking about this but I like Kyoto Dragon more than anything else and I'm oh, like what right. the fuck <laughs> what's Kyoto Dragon hey, Kyoto Dragon might be fire over. let me write that I'm down I'm gonna get you on that live action Roni Kenshin see you watching oh, the scenes no. before oh, oh, Stino, don't do this Stino. 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 wait wait Yo, yo. <laughs> did you watch bro, more? I gotta, did you watch bro, more? I gotta say, I did, dog. I gotta say, bro. <laughs> bro, Steve, bro, man. Midnight Meter, quick. Roroni Kenshin live action movie. Bro, fucking 10, bro. Steve, Roroni Kenshin, bro. Bro, bro, Steve put us on the craziest nigga, bro. What's his name? Roni Kenshin. That's his name? Roni Kenshin is his name? Bro, Roni Kenshin is a fucking dog. Dog. Charles was trying to hate on Roni. He was hating. Charles I was, was at the wait, house. Did you, so wait, did you watch the whole live action movie? I watched more YouTube clips. I didn't watch okay, the whole okay, movie. Okay. But 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 because you left and Kalika was like, "What is this on the history of the YouTube?" And I was like, "Oh my god, this is the number one dog in all of fucking fandom." 
We were watching this guy, and Charles was trying to, hey, this dude doesn't kill. He uses the opposite side of his sword and just blunt swords people to death. And he's the coldest motherfucker ever. Charles, I want you to admit, what's his name again? Rinchin? Roni Kenshin. Roni Kenshin. Kenshin. I just don't like live action anime. I wasn't hating. I just don't like it. The first Roni okay. Kenshin is really good. There so was, wait, well, if I'm being real. Not, if I take my hater cap off, there was one moment where this nigga does this like run on the grass. Where oh I'm my like, God. Yeah. I was like, that shit's cold. Hey, I'm not going to lie. That shit's cold. Bro, I can't they even fighting, They fight in this entire like courtyard. And then he wants to get this one dude with this big ass fucking sword. <laughs> he got the buster sword, yeah. <laughs> you see that? You see that? You remember him? And then Roni, uh, he runs in like a circle on the ground and just starts fucking people up. Then the dude at the gun with the gun. Hey, bro, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm fucking with Roni, bro. I think Roni a dog. Was there a missed opportunity? Because when Black Panther comes out, Wonder Woman comes out. There was so much positivity in the ecosystem. Like, oh man, they're they're finally gonna get black superheroes, right? Oh man, they're gonna give women superheroes, right? This is great. This is great. And the track record since, like, are those two movies kind of like a curse in a way? It's it's not like, that. It's it's the credit that all of those movies have have like glided on. Like Marvel took a long time to turn off, like, a very bad one. And even then, when we, like, see the likes of Thor the Dark World, we're like, ah, well, I mean, like, we got the next one. Like, that was okay, but, like, the next one's gonna be great. Oh, we got this. We got this coming. Like, that high lasted so long, and the drop-off wasn't even that hard. It was just, like, a slow descent. Snyderverse is, like, up, down, left, right, and center with quality. And it always has been that way. Yeah, but I just don't... I don't know why they struggle. Like, I don't know why they're... I mean, yes, a lot of stuff happened with Amber Heard, a lot of mis misogynistic shit. I don't know why in this movie, she's just so... It's it's egregious. It's Because bad. the movie's hacked to pieces and it's clearly not highlighting her at all. That's Same why. thing with, like, Wakanda Forever. Like, that is... That movie was struck by tragedy. They did the best with what they could do. It's not a bad movie at all. It's good. But there is a level of, I'm like... What what is not working with these types of stories in terms of like, why is it so hard to get the second and third one right? Especially when they're just not Chris Evans. You know what I mean? I, I think that there isn't e one easy answer here. And I think that a lot of, at least from what the fallout of Warner Brothers and the Zaslov situation is, I think that a lot of that blame can be placed at the top rather than anything either at the bottom or the uh, below the line creatives with there with that because I, like this seems like a mismanagement issue rather than do you think than... Blade will be good like do you guys think that the Blade film will be good I mean I think there's a chance there's always a chance ultimately yeah. then what's your confidence on like from 1 to 100 what's your confidence that it'll be good let's right keep it all the way like let's keep it all the way real let's keep it all the way real there's no fucking reason to believe that it'll be a good movie. I, I, I see what you're saying. I know what you mean because Marshall is 95 years old and they're trying to make this movie for a thousand years and if you're going to be Blade, you got to like be kicking people and be slicing people and the older you get, the harder it is to do that and you know, when you get stunts involved, it just becomes like a little different. I get it. I like there's, there's a chance. I'm not going to like close my heart because God, no. man, you're, you're asking me to make an intellectual assessment. I'm yes. hoping I'm gonna sit down for Blade 
uh, hoping and expecting that it's going to be a great movie, but it's such a troubled production. Is all I'm saying, Jomi. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And like with all the writers, and like they've had like what, like what, three, four writers at, at least. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make this thing happen. Like I think there's there's obviously a chance it could be good, but if I did, I like, give it a scale to one in one hundred, maybe like if I'm being honest, like a forty. You know, that's still high, bro. Really. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I want this stuff to be good. I want to love it. You mentioned all the stuff that's coming out next year. Tough. You know what I mean? I think... I want with, Agatha... I want Agatha and Echo and, like, all this shit. Eyes of Wakanda. I want all of it to be good. But it's just bumming me out that the superhero genre is kind of dying. And it's dying at the point when they finally give diverse people a chance at it. Yeah. Where it's like every single every single news I hear about the new Captain America movie makes me so fucking sad. I'm like, dog, really? We got like one trash Captain America movie and then two brilliant ones. And then when it's it's fucking Anthony Mackie's turn, like we got to deal with this shit. Come on. This is my thing. Anything can be good. We're going to have varying interests of stuff uh, based upon our familiarity with the source material. So, you know, we might really, really, really want a, um, a Blade movie and not be so into an Agatha movie. I think the Echo trailer looks great. I think it's premature to say that Echo is going to be bad. I think the trailer looks great. I think they don't believe in Echo, which obviously doesn't bode well for what they're going to put on the screen. But <laughs> guess what? They also believed in Quantumania, and look how that turned out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I mean, think, I, I think I'm that, a little... They, they they treat Echo like DC treated fucking can I, can, I, can I ask you can I ask you a question? Because we'll know Echo will be up in a couple of months. Can I ask you? Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking you, the first two weeks of January off. So y'all y'all got it. If Echo is good, Charles, will you admit it? I always admit it. That's well, not true. Well, well, when Black Adam okay. was good. Let's get to the, the midnight meeting. When, Ma- when, well, when, when Madam Webb, the rest of y'all misogynists. Don't want to see Madam Web being good. And I'm ready for Sony Nobody said we to don't want to see it be good. Four no, never talented actresses at the top of their you game. You know who you are? You have a you have a new nickname. You're new, you're you're not Coke Baby Chuck anymore. It's not the Coke. You are now Charles Vivek Ramaswamy Holmes. Oh, whoa! You are. You oh, say oh, stuff. You say stuff, and then you act like you didn't say it. You say stuff that people never said. You know, like you, like you, you're a conspiracy theorist. You are, but you're smooth talking, and you're so smart that nobody can nail you down, right? Like I want to have a just talk, just talk longer, ha- just keep talking over them. I want to have a Charles Holmes town hall. I think we should do this too. Bro, I'm up for all live events. Live events. I want to have a Charles Oh, Charlie's Charles Angels are ready. We're growing <laughs> so strong right now. The Charlie's Angels, y'all don't want any part of us, okay? We know how... Man, when I'm in the fucking White House, y'all are going to be sorry. Y'all going to be sorry. That's all I'll say. Mm. All right, Midnight Meter. You guys know what it is. You know it. You hate it. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's the way we rate things. 1 to 10, and then 11 to 12 for uh, reserved for game-changing, amazing stuff. Guys, it's a 2. And let me tell you why I didn't give the movie a 0. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Seriously. Because it's, a, it's disrespectful to all of... When you watch the credits of a movie, you see lines and lines and lines and lines and lines of people who did stuff. All the way up, all the way down. So 
to me, the baseline score that you can get is a two because you have to respect the time and the work that people put in. I hated the movie, almost everything about it. I had zero fun. I'm giving it a two for the effort. Yeah, this is, this is an easy one. I think this might be the first one I've ever awarded, but this is this is a one. And everything that Van said, I'm like co-signing. Nobody sets out to make a bad movie. I think a lot of these people like did their best. It just sometimes you just make a stinker. This is a stinker. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Steve, where are you going? Ooh. I'll take it to a four. I'll take a it to a four. four? Yeah. Four I was crazy. able I was a, I was able to find some fun. Oh, four, Steve. Yes. That's a fine score. Stop being so incredulous towards him. I don't know. I'm looking at the <laughs> stuff that Steve's given a four. Uh, man. Jomi? I am gonna go ahead and give this movie a uh, three. Uh, it's it's bad. everybody. Everybody get a movie. Your real scores. Don't feel pressured yeah. to give the movie. Any time I want to give this movie a negative nine, but I can't do that. That's not part of the rules. So, you can if you want to. We actually did. We actually didn't uh, make rules for how low we can go. Just no point. Just no. I, to be no honest, I think this is a new time in our country. We should open up the Midnight Constitution, and I think we should institute half scores. And we should institute negative scores in the new I year. Don't, I don't believe in half scores. I will listen to negative scores. I think if, if we're being like completely honest, like this, this movie's probably like, I th- okay, if we're, if we're given negative numbers, we give negative numbers, give it, I'll give it a negative three. I legitimately hated every single wow. second I spent watching this film. I think what it boils down to is that they came in with, like you said, Steve, some senioritis. And I watching it, I was like, "Oh yeah, y'all not trying, y'all for real. Like, y'all not y'all not being for real right now. Y'all y'all messing with me. Y'all taking my time." I saw this movie at at twelve midnight, guys. Twelve midnight. I had a flight the next day at mm-hmm. six a.m. I was like, "I'm gonna watch it for y'all. We gotta do this podcast. I don't know when's the next time I'm gonna be able to see it. Let me tap in." And I should have been in bed asleep. I could have done this pod without watching the film. That's how bad it was. I could just read the Wikipedia synopsis online. It um, again. There was some stuff that I didn't totally hate, but for the two hours and four minutes I was in that movie, for ninety nine percent of it, I was like, "What is the point of any of this? Why are we even alive today? If Jeez. not only to sit here and watch this movie? What a mistake!" So yeah, it's just not. It's not all there. Just not all there for me. All right, nerd news. All right, Jonathan Majors found guilty two counts. Uh, we're not going to get into relitigating that whole thing. All the information is out. You guys can go and 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 look it up. Here's the deal. Uh, so after the verdict came out, Disney they announced that Kang is no longer going to be played by Jonathan Majors. So I would like to get thoughts on the Midnight Boys, and these thoughts consist of a couple of different things that are swimming around in people's heads. Is Kang gone all the way? Will they recast Kang? Is the storyline that's so built around the multiverse and time shenanigans savable? Is this a back to square one moment? Does Loki make sense if Kang is all of a sudden gone? Is Loki the new Kang? I know the question you're asking, and I know it's coming from a good place, but if I'm being totally honest, I don't care 
Uh, I think it is, people are being really callous. Uh, you know, there was, there was a real trial. Uh, people were hurt, believe women, and fuck King. Fuck King, fuck the MCU, fuck the future of it. It does not matter. You know what I mean? These are like real humans. Like it, these are superhero movies. It does not matter what happens with Kang or the multiverse saga. They will figure it out. There were real people. There was real harm. Um, and I'm just seeing the worst type of shit happen in the superhero community. And this is why, honestly, sometimes it just, the whole thing disgusts me because now people like, well, Ezra Miller, this and that. Why are they doing this? Show? I'm like, no, guys, these are real humans. These are real people. Uh, something egregious was done. Something that, you hate to see and and I just don't give a fuck about King and I don't give a fuck about this. They'll figure it out. I just, it, it just makes me You don't cool. want, do, so in your opinion, this is interesting, in your opinion, commenting on the future of the character in the MCU is in some way belittling the actual incident and Grace Jabari and what happened in a way you feel like that. I, I think so and I think that this is something that comic book fans have normalized when all the shit was going on with Ezra Miller comic fans were like well what's gonna happen with our beloved Flash and I'm like guys people have suffered and we don't care we just care about getting our next fucking hit from the next movie it happened with Jonathan Majors it happened with Amber Heard where it's like well what's happening with Aquaman 2 who gives a shit and why is this always and the thing I really don't like is this tends to happen when a woman was hurt. And all we can talk about is the future of what is essentially our little children's soap operas. And it's like, guys, can we just give this any, can we give these people and these important issues any more grace and understanding? Like, we can have these conversations later. Like, but just for now, I just don't care. I cannot care at all about King. I just don't. Nerd news is done. That's it. I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing it anymore. Am I wrong? Wait, you guys, are, am I wrong? No, you're no, not you're wrong. Right. I, I feel like that, was a, that, was a, that was a perfectly salient answer. I it was like, fucking great. You're like, you're like, you're, it's fucking great. Uh, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. And I think it was something that needed to be said. Bravo to Chuck. Seriously. That was, that was, that was great. That was great. Um, all right. So we're moving on. Look, that's the end of the episode. Let me tell you guys something right now. Wait, well, well, before we end, everybody's asking. Before we end, we're missing a lot of stuff. Are we doing Rebel Moon? Are we doing Echo? Are we doing What If? Where where are we doing these things? Hey, we'll get to it when we get to it. We'll talk about it. I I mean, we're gonna do we're gonna do the stuff that's out there, man. Look, this is the Sith era. I want somebody out there, one of our art people. We have so many great art people. Fucking do us as Sith. We want the yellow eyes. I tried. I tried to resist. I tried. I tried, bro. Hell yeah, I broke y'all down. No, you didn't do nothing. You don't. You didn't do nothing. The Midnight Boys should hold ourselves to a higher standard. We're not in the fucking era anymore where we watch every we single just shit. We just everything. I don't understand what you're saying. And everything will be potted on. And if you're not here, we'll AI your shit in here. We have enough. <laughs> Yo, we'll put your Charles shit in. AI would be insane. Charles, I hate everything. I hate everything. <laughs> What are we doing here? <laughs> the CGI was terrible. The CGI was terrible. What are we doing here? All right, then. All right, then. All right, then. Let me ask you guys a question. What about this? What about this? 
<laughs> like that, we can, we're like we'll, we'll put you in there and just set you and set the difficulty up. Why, on wait, 11. why is it's it's fucking three days before Christmas and everybody's attacking me? Why not not attacking you? We love y- you. you know what y'all are Whoville. I, y'all I are want Whoville. you. Ooh. You guys are Whoville. That's what the, I was gonna ask you to go to the mall with me later. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh, That's wait. crazy coming from the Grinch. I can't do That's that. crazy coming from the Grinch, I'm going to be on fucking Cameron's show what? and shit. Nah, you ain't taking me mall shopping. What? You ain't talking me mall you shopping. Guys, hey, his, 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 did you see the childlike wonder? Yo, that is so I funny. <laughs> wow. That's oh, all you got to do. I got Christmas shopping to do. I was gonna like, Charles, can you go go run to the mall with me later? It's like, oh, for real? <laughs> Charles, you wanna go Christmas shopping? Yes, take Charles. when you when you said I was uninvited, I was a little hurt. I was like, damn, did I really do that bad today? I'm gonna take I, Charles, go to I know what Charles wants. I know what Charles wants. I'm gonna take Charles to the Century City Mall. I'm gonna give Charles some time with Santa. Oh That's yeah, it. man. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Can you get a picture of him sitting on his lap? I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a picture of, of, <laughs> of Charles with Santa. That's what Charles wants. Hell yeah. All right. Follow us on socials, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, save Jomi's job. On Tuesday, the House of R is giving you their deep dive into their Doctor Who Christmas special. That's over on their feed. House of R has its own feed. Go, guys, go over there and check it out what they're doing for a Doctor Who Christmas special. And then later on next year, there's gonna be House of the Dragon over there. You guys got to stay with them because House of Dragons come out. House of Dragon 2024, right? 2024, yep. summer. summer. 2024. We're locked in. I think we're going to do House of the Dragon too. I'm going to be honest with you. Hot Dragon Summer. Oh, yeah? The Midnight Boys yeah. doing House of the Dragon, bro? Yeah. yeah oh, we're okay. gonna, definitely doing House of the Dragon. I they think we're going to do us. House of the Dragon. Yeah, I think we're going to do House <laughs> of the Dragon too. Okay. I think it's time for us to get our dragons wet. Yeah, man. Oh, let's go. Uh, let's go to Westeros, baby. Let's it's time, go. time for us to go. We're going to do House of the Dragon. Niggas in Westeros? Oh, yeah. Niggas in Westeros. Got the niggas in Westeros. Steve? Steve was dancing a little too Steve was dancing a little too Steve started dancing. I literally just shake my shoulders like this. Okay. All right. It's provocative. I'm not going to give you a point for that. No one knows what it means. Nobody knows what it means. It gets the people going. Perfect time for us to talk about Kanye West. Anyway, also on Tuesday, the Ringiverse feed will have a very special surprise for you. The Ringiverse live show. We're going to bring it to you guys. All right. We're going to put together a Midnight Film Festival as well. We're going to bring you guys out for it. Midnight Boys. Next Wednesday, the Midnight Boys are bringing you Midnight Mulligans. You're not going to want to miss it. The Mulligans are flying in this episode. This was one of the mully ones we've ever had. The most mully. Mully and gully. And Friday, Button Mash, we'll be talking about the games of the year. Button Mash. Our producer is Steve Allman. And Jomi the Explainer at Dinneron is on socials. Hashtag Jomzilla. Additional production... Bar Junior Ramgapal. Chuck, take us out. The DCEU is dead. Aquaman 2 sucks. But I don't care because I'm going to the mall. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
So he was born in 1830. Oh, boy. In Mississippi. Oh, okay. man. I heard this. Yeah. He was an officer in the Confederate Army. Okay. He is my great, great, great grandfather. Mm. Oh, Dang. wow. Between that realization, look at him. Look at this nigga. Look at Peter. Oh, they got a picture of this nigga. Wow. Wow. Did they name a song? Click click on that picture real quick. On on whose side? Whose side? Whose side? Was he carrying like two swords? Wow. That's some real racism right there. So that's your five times great grandfather. So it's my great, it's my great grandmother's grandfather. So my big mama my big mama is her grandfather. Fucked me uh, up. I this knew is she an had official some light skin podcast. Welcome to the team, Van. Bruh. All right. We meet on think, Wednesdays. Think about that betrayal, right? <laughs> his brother, actually, his brother, his brother helped found Old Miss, Miss University. I'm just, I'm stacking up betrayals. Oh my God. Jesus. His brother. Help found Ole Miss University. I'm stacking up betrayals. The Ventress family. You're, you're the you're the you're the offspring of supervillains, bruh. And then I after all of that, all I wanted to be was soothed by a movie. I no come back and talk to it with my brothers, my no friends, my 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 guys, okay. and I couldn't do it. I said, you know what? Five minutes of silence from Van. Take the podcast over. I'm done, guys. <laughs> no, five <laughs> minutes of silence. Well, At you least know five what? minutes. You know, you know what's interesting though. Go for like, it. go for it. To to you know, Steve, to Steve's Steve point. Turn, Steve, turn my video off. No, five no, no. Come on. 